I've been so obviously the last night, today's Monday, last night, the Miami Heat defeated the Boston Celtics and advanced to the NBA Finals. They will face the Lakers, obviously. Uh, game one will be Wednesday, I believe. So what I do, I usually listen to a bunch of NBA content. I watch First Take. I watch Get Up. I listen to a bunch of NBA podcasts, Zach Lowe, Brian Windhorst, a bunch of different things, right? And I'm a little frustrated, honestly. Um, I feel like you ever walk into a room and you ever there's a conversation going and you're just sitting there going, am I unbelievable am I way smarter than everyone else or is there some sort of agenda going on are we is there a performance happening that I'm not aware of that's how I feel right now every series this playoffs whether it's Portland and them being the greatest a seed ever whether it's um the Nuggets right whether it's the Rockets, whether it's whoever it is, before the series, we we somehow find a way to hype up these teams and to bury their flaws and enhance their strengths and make it seem as if these teams are legitimate threats to up in the Lakers and to end their season. Right, Portland... Oh, they're the greatest eight seed ever. They got Dame Lillard. They got CJ McCollum. They got a rejuvenated uh, CJ uh, Carmelo Anthony. They have a good bench. They got they got size. They have everything it takes to beat the Lakers. And the Lakers can't shoot. And you know, whoever their bench their bench isn't very deep. They're not a very good team. They just got two superstars. They're how are they going to handle the the Portland Trailblazers and their juggernaut of an offense? Lakers in five. Oh, the Rocket small ball. You know, you got James Harden, you got Russell Westbrook, two legitimate superstars, two former MVPs. How are the Lakers going to adapt to this new style of play? And and the Rockets can really shoot, and they're going to be able to hang with the Lakers offensively and then defensively. P.J. Tucker is going to bring a different challenge to Anthony Davis, and how is he going to handle that type of physicality? And Lakers in five. Oh, the Denver Nuggets. Oh, my gosh. Jamal Murray and, and Nikola Jokic. They, they beat the number one challenger to the Lakers, the Clippers. And they did it in such a great and, and dramatic fashion. They they got two guys that are bona fide upcoming superstars. And how are the Lakers going to stop Jamal Murray, who's on a run, who's on a Steph-like run, who, who, who can get hot and close games? How are they going to stop Nikola Jokic, who's a... A big man we haven't seen before who can score who can pass who can do it all and they have a legit they have a team that is deep they're, they have one of the best benches in the league they're playing some of the best basketball right now how are they gonna beat the nuggets lakers in five and and it seems as if we're doing it again we're doing it again look I am a, I love the Miami Heat. I think I've, I've vouched for Coach Spolstra since the, since 
LeBron got there, well, actually before LeBron got there, when LeBron got there, and even after. I've said he's a top three coach in the world. I believe he's the best now. I truly do. I think Pop has kind of digressed, but that's just him getting older. I think he's about to retire, right? That's not Pop's fault. I think he's the best in the league, right? I think I love Jimmy Butler. I love Bam. I've said Bam should have been starting the day he got there. Get rid of Hassan Whiteside the day you drafted Bam Adebayo, right? I love the makeup of this team. Love Tyler Hero. Love Duncan Robinson. Love it. You can't, you're not going to find a bigger fan of the Heat. Plain and simple. I'm a Heat original since 03 when Dwayne Wade was was uh, drafted. Love the Heat. But I am not about to to fall for this foolishness again. I'm not going to let people hype this team up as if they can beat the Lakers. What, what I don't understand is we sometimes we try to overcomplicate this game. We try to make it with I love analytics. I'm not a bash of analytics, but I think with the detail, the more detailed look at the game, we've sort of muddied the water a little bit. We've kind of made it to where you you don't ask the simple questions that could give you honestly the most detail. The, <laughs> the simplest question can give you the most detail. It sounds crazy, but it's true, right? No one is asking, and no one has asked in all these series, the biggest question in basketball regarding these NBA finals, right? No one's asked the biggest question. Every time we've always looked at it as, how is LeBron and Anthony Davis, how are the Lakers organization going to handle this new legitimate threat, whether it was Portland whether it was the Rockets and then it was the Nuggets and then now it's the Heat. How are they going to stop Jimmy Butler? How are they going to stop a, a unicorn that is Bam Adebayo? How are they going to uh, deal with these two snipers, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson? How are they going to stop Warren Drogic and his his ability to use the pick and roll and create plays? How are they going to stop? How are they going to deal with, with the different type of wings that they have and, and, and Jay Crowder and Andre Godala and others? How are they going to deal with this new zone, this groundbreaking zone, this magical zone that the uh, the Miami Heat have implemented that really messed with the Celtics, right? Threw the Celtics all out of whack. How are the Miami Heat going to deal with, I'm sorry, how are the Lakers going to deal with the Miami Heat? How are they going to, they haven't seen a team like this before, right? This is a groundbreaking team. How are they going to deal with this team? And I sit and go, okay, uh, some of them are legit questions, but I have one question and one question only that is going to decide this series. Forget all the other things. Forget all the, forget all the other little bullet points. The question I have is the biggest elephant in the room that, that is blatantly obvious. How? the hell are the Miami Heat going to stop LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Plain and simple. That is the question. How are the Miami Heat organization going to come up with a game plan to stop the greatest player to ever 
tie up some shoes and walk on a basketball floor and a top five basketball player and a player who is peaking right now as far as his ability and the way he's performing in Anthony Davis. How are they going to stop those two? Right? Because let's be honest. Let's, let's, let's be honest. I know we try to do this because when they play, when you play LeBron, your, your profile gets enhanced, right? Just like when LeBron's on the floor with his actual teammates on the floor, when I'm on the floor with LeBron, I'm, I, he makes me better. Well, if I'm an opponent of LeBron, it seems as if to the media, I'm better now because I'm playing against LeBron. Right? I'm a more legitimate threat than I actually am just because I'm playing against LeBron. And we love to doubt LeBron or we like to make up the uh, the narrative that we like to use that narrative of LeBron might lose. LeBron might fail. That's a narrative that the media has used for a decade plus now so I guess to wrap this up I just want you all to just just be aware of it now right just be aware of it now I, I know sometimes you go day to day and you watch your, your show your sports shows and you just like ah whatever they're talking about the finals no I want you to really listen to the little subtleties right listen to these people hype up this Heat team. I like the Heat. I like the Heat. But let's let's break it down. They played the Pacers. Their best player is TJ Warren at the time because the Victor Oladipo's checked out and was hurt and coming back. He's not in full health. Right? They have they played two bigs. They didn't even have Sabonis. Their best big. Right? They're a flawed team. That's why they got swept. Then you play the Milwaukee Bucks. They have one legitimate superstar. And another guy who's a good player in, in Chris Middleton. But he's not a superstar. Let's just be honest. He's not. Giannis is a superstar, but he's one of those guys that is... I, it's hard for me to even call him a superstar, but he's a guy who is... He uses one thing to the extreme until has been dominant. But his game is built for the regular season. It isn't built for the playoffs. That team is built for the regular season. The, the Heat beat the Bucks because the Bucks are a staunch traditional team they have no adaptability right but uh, their coach coach bud he doesn't know how to adapt right they didn't switch like who doesn't switch in nba anymore like come on they're unathletic they're old the bucks are an old unathletic team outside of Giannis and eric bledsoe that's it okay you beat them in five cool that's that was impressive but i think they were the trendy pick for a reason we all saw the flaws in the Bucks. Then they beat the Celtics, which the Celtics are a team that don't have any defined roles. They just go out there and hoop, right? They do it well. Brad Stevens is a good coach, but I'm saying, like, offensively, they just hoop. They don't have any roles. They don't have a, oh, this guy is the scorer. Then we have our secondary scorer. Then we have our role guys after that. No, 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 no. This team has, like, four scorers who any given night want to take that first mantle of the score and it gets them in trouble right they don't know how to adjust offensively the Celtics were built to beat one-on-one defense when a zone was put in head put in front of them they had no clue what to do because they have a bunch of guys who who've built their game on beating one-on-one defense being elite in ISO situations right 
you make an adjustment against them, they don't know how to adapt, they shut down, they lose. Congrats to the Heat, I'm giving credit to them, but it's also like, you ain't played nobody on the Lakers level yet, buddy. Oh, I heard this today. Uh, I think it was, uh, I forgot, I think Kirk Goldsberry. Uh, really good dude. I actually follow him on Instagram. You should too if you're a basketball fan. Really uh, good details as far as like the little, you know, details of the game. But he said something I, I, thought, I thought was laughable. And he said, you can make the legit argument that the Heat had a tougher road to the finals than the Lakers, which is a joke, right? Because the Blazers would wipe the floor with the Pacers, right? The Nuggets would wipe the floor with the Bucks or uh, the Celtics, I believe. I just think they're a better team. Maybe not as talented, but they're a better team. So to make the argument, I think is laughable, right? So to wrap all of this up, I just want you to be aware of the agenda, the narrative that is being built, that this team is so tough. Look, watch it happen. Watch the Lakers get a 2-0 lead. And we try to hype them. We try to go, oh, hey, the Lakers are up, but come on. It's the heat now. Heat culture. Hashtag heat culture. You know, don't ever count out the heat. As long as they got the players they have in that locker room, I'm never going to count them out. No. Right? They're going to do that. It could be 3-0, and they're still going to say that same thing. It could be 3-0 going into game four. And, and we're in the fourth quarter of game four with five, minute, five minutes left. Uh, the, the Lakers are up 15, and everyone's going to go, well, hold on now. Hold on now. The heat, heat culture now. Hashtag heat culture. They're tough. They're rugged. They have spirit. They're going to come back. They don't ever give up. You know that's going to happen. So all I'm saying is just be aware. And two things. Be aware of the narrative that is being put out there from the media to hype the series up, to get more eyeballs on the series. And then also be aware of, through that narrative, no one's asking the key question. Who the hell is going to guard LeBron James and Anthony Davis? And do it to the ability to effectively, I don't want to say stop, but lessen their impact. Don't think it's going to happen. You try to play that zone against... The Lakers, you're, you're doing it against the greatest playmaker of all time in LeBron James, and then one of the greatest playmakers of all time in Rajon Rondo, right? Oh, by the way, we ain't got Daniel Tice, right? The Lakers ain't got Daniel Tice, right? See, so when they when the Celtics drive in and kick it to Daniel Tice, he don't know what to do with it. When the Lakers drive in the paint and see Anthony Davis down there, that's live city, baby. So I just think you're seeing an, the Miami Heat being overhyped, which is unfair. I don't think that's right. Right? We should celebrate the Miami Heat for what they've done. But they're going against the greatest player of all time, a player they haven't they haven't played yet. They played Jason Tatum, who's not ready. He's not that guy. He's just not. Good player. Future superstar, potentially. But just isn't that guy. They play, they play against Giannis, who we all know isn't that guy. His game isn't built for the playoffs. His game is built for regular season domination. His game isn't built to, to, to do well against teams that have game planned, that have prepared specifically for him. He isn't ready for that. 
Oh, by the way, and they play what? T.J. Warren? Nah, fam, you ain't you ain't ready for that. You ain't even played any good bigs. What? Brooke Lopez? Daniel Tice? Right? Grant Williams? Miles Turner? That's the best best competition you've played as far as big men. And nothing's prepared you for that. Meanwhile, the Lakers have played Jamal Murray, Damian Lillard, right, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, right, CJ McCollum. Guards who can go get it. Sorry, but the Heat don't have it. I like Jimmy Butler, but no one's talking about it. But Jimmy, Jimmy has not played well this playoffs. He's not played well offensively. I don't think he's going to do so in this series either because he's going to be too occupied with that dude, LeBron James. Secondly, the uh, Lakers have played against um, uh, Gerkic, who's a solid, solid big man, right? Second round, uh, P.J. Tucker, but they at least adjusted well and shut down any advantage he had, the small advantage that he had. He really didn't have any, but they shut that down. What perfectly prepared them for Bam, I believe, is Jokic. Jokic is in the same vein, a center playmaker, but then the results are a little different. What I mean by that is, perfect play, perfect example. Jamal Murray catches it. He he pitches it to Jokic. Jokic catches it, dribble back, handoff with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray catches the ball, uses Jokic as a ball screen, turns the corner, Jokic pops, Jamal Murray throws it, flips it back to Jokic. He shoots a three. That's their go-to play. And that's what the Lakers had to guard hundreds of times this this series, that five-game series. Okay, that's basically what the Heat do. But it's Dragic or whoever, Hero, whatever, Jimmy, whoever, throws it to Bam. Bam catches it, dribble handoff, kicks it back to whatever guard it is. He uses it comes off of it and then then bam dives to the rim right because he's not a three-point shooter but he's great at diving to the rim and finishing dives to the rim and they look for him, right okay that's all great and good but as, as you saw the similarities in those things one just ends in a pick and pop the other ends in a oop there's still the same sort of coverage there's still the same sort of concern you've ran that's a rhythm thing for the defense so my point is They've, the Lakers are prepared to guard these actions. So, I just don't understand why no one's bringing that up. Why, why, when we get into the details, we don't bring up any of the details that are in Lakers' advantage. And then when we talk about the simple things, we don't bring up how are the Heat going to stop LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Right? So, I just want to get this out there. I want to better educate the folks out there. This is going to be a quick series. It may I believe the Lakers are going to win this in five games. I truly do. I truly do. I think the Heat might sneak away with game one or game two. That's it. That's it. Mark my words. Lakers in five. LeBron James, finals MVP. Signing off. Worldwide Warriors.